<clears throat> Anyways, you're kind of sus, bro. I mean, I don't know who. No, you're... I, I, one of, one of, both of you are wearing red. It was red. Well, I'm just saying, he's got a hat. All right, right off the bat. Now that I have you guys here, I'm just gonna say it flat out. Not the imposter. I'm just gonna vote myself out. I, I don't want to deal with this. You're gonna vote yourself out? Yeah. I never even thought of that. Wow, that's actually a genius move. Should we vote him out? Big brain. Well, we'll vote Mac out. He doesn't even know how to play the game. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even know. <laughs> Bro, did you go in events? Y'all acting kind of sus right now. <laughs> that's what an imposter would say. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm the one that's trying to Also, we're recording. And... Oh, what? We're oh, recording. <laughs> really? Oh, you press the button. He always does that. Okay. <laughs> Emergency meeting button. <laughs> <laughs> now we're recording. Okay, so, so now that I'm you over here today. All right. All right. Damn. Damn, Pull dude. That. Pull that move, right, eh? Now, All right. Bro. All right. Well, where, where are we now? Who wants to do the intro? Okay. Well, I'll jump in because it's been a while for me. Yeah, All right. Please. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Pantera's Off Folding Table Talk. This is episode 17. Can you believe that, guy's 17? I'm happy here. Yeah, it's been a nice, nice long run. You've know? been able to, you know, keep it consistent run, I mean, and whatnot. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if I'm staring off, we're into actually the distance, running I'm out of ideas. <laughs> we're really running out of ideas, guys. Whoa, you were not well, supposed to tell him that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. Well, what we have been discussing is just like obviously we've grazed a lot of topics. We still got some. We, we got we got a ton guys. actually. We can keep this train going. No, no, no. I, I know we've got lots of stuff we can talk about, guys. I'm just saying that you know we've we've you know after 17 episodes or you know after 16 episodes now. We've touched on a lot of stuff when it comes to airsoft and everything, and what are the capabilities? What are the things to do? You know, what are the, you know, just everything involved. They can't in the see hobby. my face right now. Now they can, but I'm just saying, bro. Really? There's like so many things you can get into, like, and I mean, like specific wise, and you can easily talk about general things, right? Mm -hmm. And that just you know covers your general basis but like it's very easy to get into specifics and when people usually have um you know more questions you know usually gets into the specifics and stuff actually like that. that's a good point um now is a good time for our audience to sort of like throw ideas at us because of the fact that we have a pretty well established um sort of listeners and viewers as well yeah i'm definitely happy with the amount of people that have come up to us or you know come up to me myself and uh you know told me that they're listening or anything like that or or watching us on youtube or you know like uh you know, liking and sharing our videos because honestly guys thank you we really appreciate it because other than that uh, helps if, us out it, a lot well, man. boy i mean if not we're just talking to ourselves <laughs> well we technically are just talking to ourselves let's be real yeah okay. technically if i don't upload this we're just talking to ourselves well i still like you both are you saying we haven't uploaded any of our last videos uh i'll have to check i'll get <laughs> no. back on you on that <laughs> um all right well let's just get into our format here um it's just three of us um we're all wearing our panda shirts uh sweater weather we were just talking about last week. Any it updates is. from that one? I'm, I'm wearing my sweater. Uh, well, it's freaking warm um, now. So I can say right now off the bat, today was one of those weird days that we always talk about because I won't lie, coming here, I was sweating because uh, it was actually quite muggy out, you know, earlier. And I won't lie, like what I was wearing right now probably wasn't the best, but I knew that later in the day or later in the evening and stuff like that, it was going to cool down and stuff. And I'm comfortable right now, but I just, just one of those things, right? Today was one of those days. So it's like, if today was a play kind of day, 
right? Like it's something that you would bring like a change of clothes for or like you would be a little more prepared for. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. And I mean, as as we all know, like, you know, we're he- we're heading into October here. I mean, the sun's going to go down even sooner and stuff like today. Exactly. It's kind of a weird day for an October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like at work, I was, you know, sweating off, sweating off there working all day. And then uh, I went for a run. I was still in a T-shirt, which was nice because, you know, we got that smoke back right now. So, mm-hmm. de- you know, so definitely, guys, if anyone's worried about coming to the field, anyone has any respiratory issues or anything like that, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Hopefully the wind will push it away like it, it kind of has been and stuff like that. It's kind of like rain, you know. Wind yeah. and rain, yeah. So let's hope for the best um, for the coming weekend and stuff. Other than that, obviously, people with those issues need to keep in mind for themselves. Yeah, just assess then, yourselves, you exactly. know, just make sure that, you know, you are safe to come down here, um, you know, plus COVID. But, you know, let's just, well, you know, self-assess. Exactly, right? Yeah. I mean, and, yeah, we're, headed, we're heading into the winter months, which are the wet months, the cold months, and everything like that. So, like, exactly. I'd still say it's, you know, I guess it's, like, middle of fall. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, you, you don't get me wrong, right? Like, you can get away with wearing a T-shirt. Like, mm-hmm. like what you're saying, it's West like Coast. But so. exactly, oh, my God. Like, Monday know, was super hot, by exactly. the way. Exactly, yeah. Well, like, exactly. what the heck? It was, it it was, was back weird. at summer weather. And then all of a sudden, the next day or a couple of days later, you're like, wow, it's cold. Well, exactly. I mean, anytime I you go after, open. like, about 3, 4 o'clock now, right? Like, so I went for my run there just after work around, like, you know, 4.35. And then, uh, like, as soon as I got back into my house and stuff, sun's going down, right? Like, whew, you know, time to wear a sweater and stuff. So, you know, like, it's coming to the time where you're going to have to end, like, me, you too, going to work, just, just going to my car. I just wear a sweater and I, you know, take it off when I get to work because the sun's up and you start working. But well, so, and exactly, and if you account for that time, because Panthers open till 6 o'clock, yep. right? Um, well, you are going to get a taste of night games exactly. if you're interested. And the closer we get to, you know, wintertime and stuff like that, the you know, the darker it's going to get and the more advantageous it's going to be to, you know, maybe bring out a flashlight or exactly. for those guys who have some of those uh, tracer Okay, units. we'll make another segment of uh, winters here and then <laughs> it'll be uh, either stay at home or yeah, come play in the a, cold i hope we get uh another uh big blast of snow but i hope it's not in that snow soft is always fun yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it when when we had that opportunity and yeah the, and the couple of people that have snow camo get to finally yeah use <laughs> that one time yeah. in a year you get to use it <laughs> a couple of the guys at the field have some really nice snow camo. oh yeah exactly i'm still yeah. see that but uh okay so just jump back to what we were going on there guys is um uh, what is it? Last episode? That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It's okay. Sweater weather. Exactly. You know, talking about uh, jackets and stuff. I did see a lot of guys commenting on uh, the YouTube comments. Yeah. So really appreciate uh, a lot of those guys and uh, a couple people that are listening, recurring listeners. We had one guy from uh, California tell us uh, his uh, point of view on that and stuff and I was just thinking. The I think they only have one season. I was just, I was, I was like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. Wait, no, you know? two. Force Fire and well, regular I, California. I, I That's <laughs> heard it. I've heard it's changing a little bit. We get like, it too. Yeah, we always like to well, poke we fun deal, at them we and stuff like that. We deal with fires, but yeah, okay, you know what, yeah. yeah. Fire's all around, sorry. Yeah. Well, you have to remember, those guys are like, uh, last time I saw, you know, documentary about the place or whatever it was, that they were out of water. 
Okay, well, I'm just trying to comment on California Airsoft. It looks cool. I'd love to play it. Yeah. I can't wait to go down. They have the perfect weather for it. Yeah, they have a huge. Yeah. They have a huge airsoft community. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So like, I would love to. I would love to. It's nice know. that we actually got to reach out there. Ash, one comment makes yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, it yeah. makes me jealous watching and California Airsoft. Not even just that. Like you know, sorry, I don't mean to like just highlight that. Like you know, there's people that have been commenting on a lot and coming back and everything like that, and I really appreciate all those people. Like actually, you know, if you're bringing out where our audience come from i just checked our metrics for um like for like our uh, our actual podcast mm-hmm. we're pretty much like we've hit every like almost every like times not every times but every corner of the uh, you know the globe right now because i get people from like europe uk and as well as like asia region you know listening in as well i'm like oh cool like we're actually getting listeners Okay, well, you know, exactly. And I would love to, like, hear uh, or, like, read uh, their point of view on that, too, guys. So, like, yeah, don't be uh, don't be shy, please. Like, everyone's got their opinion, and uh, when you get an airsoft or talking, we all, we all know we love to talk about it. So, like, I would love to see what other people would do and how they deal with it around the world and stuff because, uh, yeah, eventually I would love to be able to play a game in every, <laughs> you know, at least every continent or something like that. I missed my shot over out east, but uh, I definitely want to go back. Yep. Yeah. Chat for Australia. F and chat for Australia. I'm sorry, oh, Australia. Yeah, sorry, Australia. I know you guys watch too. <laughs> um, anything happening on the field? Um, we recently posted a Instagram um, video of us rolling in tanks. Um, who was at the back of the Humvee chasing after it? Is that you or you? Or I believe that was Matt. That was me. Why didn't you jump in? You miss your. Well, you know, you got to lay down the cover fire, and if you get pinned down while you're doing it... You were just having fun with the trigger right now. And... It's a Daytona gun. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it broke. Um, yeah, but it's okay. We'll yeah, get it. We'll it's an easy fix, luckily, you know. So how, how was it? Um, I was filming it, but how was it, like, riding beside that tank? Like... You well, can hear a rumble. Like, like for anyone who missed out and stuff like that, it was really cool, you know, to have those kinds of opportunities to, like, for us, even the fact that we get to be around that kind of stuff is really cool. And then the next level is being able to sit inside it, you know, being able to then after that have the maneuver and stuff like that. It's super cool. So, um, I, I, yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than it's really cool and it's a nice opportunity. Um, and if you guys are from the area or, you know, hang out at Panther and stuff like that, you know, it's like, you're more than welcome to yeah, come, watch. come see it. Um, on like, uh, who is it? Blue, blue leader, blue leader, vehicle um, vehicle rental. rentals mm-hmm. is the one that owns all the, uh, equipment here yeah. for the tanks, you know, the APCs, the, uh, M one one threes. Um, exactly. You can find them on uh, Facebook. T 55. So. That's in there. Yeah, um, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. yeah Facebook and Instagram. Are... Check them out. But, mm-hmm. um, once in a while he does bring out his toys on a weekend mm-hmm. and, you know, plays around with them because it is uh, fun. Well, we get a lot of questions about, uh, people asking about the vehicles and if they get used in, uh, Milsims or, or in game and everything like yeah. that. So like, let, let me just squash this right now. That is not coming out for a game on the weekend, right? If there were to be, uh, like unless used... you're lucky, um, like from like sometimes Mark okay, will well, do like the a once run in by. a blue moon. Yeah. But the, uh, that's what I'm saying. But like, look, the... if there's gonna be a vehicle in a game or something like that, there's gonna be so much planning behind it. It's gonna be pretty hard to ignore. So like, here's, asking here's the a thing: question, is like, like if you have deep pockets, 
Yeah, exactly. If they're, you want to hire the tank, if you want, if you want, they, they are a rental company. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, if event organizers out there are interested in you know staging you know vehicles and stuff like that and having sort of like a game mode or yeah. something or even just an event based. Give them a message. Give them a message. Hundred percent. Reach out to the guy. You yeah. know, it'd be super. But cool. you, once in a while, you get a treat and see them out in a you know that open field at the parking lot, um, so and he's he's just. You know, having fun with it. So, yeah, exactly. So, just, no. just like us with airsoft guns, he owns bigger toys. It's a guy yeah. with a tank. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's like every guy's dream, right? <laughs> so, um, with that as well, uh, Frontline Artists was here. Yeah, um, they, they are, uh, they are the ta- a talent agency for stunt people and as well as like uh, anything tactically cool. And actors. And, and actors. They, yeah. they are actors themselves. Yeah, and uh, they were doing a bunch of filming for um just a demo reel and as well as like for mark as well for his uh for his you know stock footage for stock yeah for promotional purposes so that's why they're out here doing all that stuff and uh, you guys were doing vehicle contact drills and we were capturing that on camera it looked pretty cool on the footage i'm not gonna lie and exactly i don't know if anyone or if everyone's had the opportunity to meet him yet or at least you know kind of like observe like some of the stuff that's going on but uh yeah, it was really nice to have uh, Jeff and Andy there from uh, Camp X103. Yep. And, yeah, uh, they're the brains behind a little bit of the organization of how the vehicles were moving and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah, they're really, really coming with some real-world experience and, mm-hmm. and just helping the frontline group uh, kind of get their stuff together and, and move. And then there have been a, a couple of airsofters that have uh, benefited from that. You know that have uh, joined in on some of the training sessions that are being offered and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, looking forward to the kind of future that uh, future influence that they could bring to the field. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. And I don't want to sound like a dick for some of those guys out there, but like for all you guys who talk about wanting to be super operator like and whatnot, for all those guys here in the Panther, you know, area and Lower Mainland, um, you have that opportunity. You got a real JTF2 guy who's willing to. You know, give some of his time up for some of your money. So, uh, you know, come out here, sign up, you know, reach out to them, see what you can do, because uh, there's a lot of experience, not only with what he's offering, but like, hell, I'm sure he's uh, interested in sharing some of his stories. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it took a lot of convincing, right, for him to open that up two airsofters because i want i like i know there's a lot of people there was a couple of people online that were talking about the the price point for this training and they're all like well this is airsoft and you know like well none of those people have gone to a real firearms course yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly i can can tell you right now it's gonna be expensive and then point two being like it's just like look this wasn't designed and or like primarily for airsofters it was for like law enforcement military personnel so the fact that like you know they were able to kind of like be convinced that oh okay well maybe some airsofters will want to take part and again i'm i'm one of those people yeah. so like you know i think that i could benefit it from it in multiple ways right so uh, you know that, that that's it for me like i don't i don't really have to yeah and anyway. i uh, they they approached me as well into like getting all this stuff sort of you know going at panther and i help them out as much as i can to translate a lot of the airsoft stuff that we do to then apply it to what they do for their training because you know for us it's difficult to do things like as simple as like muzzle control right we treat it as a toy they treat it differently so they always freak out when you know you point it at someone and be like um what are you doing yeah. And then our officers would be like, oh, what? No, I'm just waving it around. 
like a toy, right? Well, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Airsoft is treated as, oh, I accidentally shot you, while every other person who, you know, trains with real guns is like, bro, my buddy just died. Yeah. So, well, yeah, obviously the attitude is completely I mean, different. The, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's the threat level, right, that really stands out for, like, real firearms compared to airsoft ones. And yeah, I mean, you're but dead. The, no, but that's <laughs> the thing where... <laughs> I'm sorry. You can die, yes. Actually, uh, just, just to give you a little uh, story about that, um, when, when they were doing the drills um, for one of the the paid group that was there i was with them um you know sort of uh managing where they are in the field um they noticed that us air softers do not fall back no no well exactly. because it's you different have, and, and then i told i told factor. jeff be like well in airsoft is different it's just like an attrition right you just go back and forth on the field right you, you don't fall back because you don't want to loot you just throw as much bodies as you can and well, respawn as fast as you can like and and to speak specifically to that and that's mostly to do with the fact that it's weekend skirmishes yep. and stuff like that because right off the bat what would change that sort of attitude is when you bring in a point system and like a competitive aspect well, of it where you we don't want to dive deep into it but that, that was that was, a, that was a story right there and yeah. then i told him like yeah we, we don't practice like you know peel backs or retreats or mm -hmm. you know covering fire or anything it's basically just like throw bodies at it and then just keep going back well i mean forth. that could change with finite respawns yeah, yeah yeah anyways if people are interested <laughs> hey you know anyways you they're here to stay, stay um they like um jeff and andy like what they're seeing here and they would like to continue on um any further training that are coming up uh check out camp one at camp x 103 facebook and they're going to offer a lot more training um and as well as um our partners, uh, uh, was it Legio? Um, they're doing a course, I believe. Um, remember what um, well, I would just Merlin was talking I, about? I, I, I would Omega specifically Ops just say, Yeah, sorry, Omega Ops. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what yeah. I would just say. Omega, Omega Ops, Ops is, uh, is, is also uh, offering a uh, survival course as well. Check them out. I actually, yeah, I really liked what I saw with that because they're offering like something from um, like a personal. It's like a, it's like a Milsim. Well, it's um, like a personal, personal perspective on that. And especially if it's coming down from those guys who have been to those kinds of events. And this is more than well, just kind of like It's exactly playing. how Merlin explained it when he was here talking about it, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. So it's more than just uh, like a like an airsoft game, like how to play, but more uh, 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 with the added benefit of just you know kind of like like jungle slash wilderness well, survival techniques and airsoft. navigation. Yeah. Like so, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is thank you. But uh, if you guys want to check it out, it is a pretty good price. Fifty dollars is not yeah, bad. Yeah, I saw that fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. So compared to you so, know like well, a special forces to guy, a real firearms yeah. course because that's what it is. To really, someone right? who's like, training their regular Joe at airsoft, and you don't want it to be too intense, like you know, take their course and see how it is because it's it's all teaching you how to like survive in a Milson basically. Mm -hmm. And then they're coming from their own personal experience. And going yeah, they're many, very experienced too. Exactly. Exactly. It's They've not been like for over 20 yeah. years. And so, you know, it's not like they had just played last year and they know it's going to rain. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, any updates since we're getting a lot of things coming here from different groups? Uh, we also showcased, uh, I was in there with Instagram store and I was just sneaking in your store there and you guys were talking Sass, about, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> You're talking don't, about your CQV. Yeah, stop. Don't do Like people will see it. <laughs> it's Have gone to... now. The store only lasts 24 hours. All right, good. Well, those who saw, saw, and those who didn't see, <laughs> stay tuned. So when, uh, materials 
and well you know de details will be you know released as as we come across but if anyone was smart enough to see that and whatnot you know it's it's it, there's <laughs> there's plans happening you know um well, i'm just it's going to be located in you know city like we've been talking about all covid so no surprise for you guys there so guys if you are looking to help mac would like to throw some bodies at it that's one way that's well one when it comes to the when, when it comes to the bodies aspect i think we got that covered it's just okay. mostly just you know coming up with the plans and the designs and you know coming up with the material because you want to be able to you know plan it properly right you want to be able to use the manpower that's available because a lot of time people are okay. volunteering Dude, their stuff cut the bullshit okay guys it's covid it's expensive <laughs> everybody's broke okay <laughs> but numbers expensive all right and is lumber actually expensive it can be it can be. dude this is like yeah okay wow okay yeah like all right, we'll leave like, it at that. <laughs> if anyone saw great three phases, man, thousands, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Right? Well, we appreciate the hard work you're going to put into this. Yeah. So, you know, we want to like, I want, we want to benefit the field in a positive way and help the community and help multiple groups that are coming here to use the, you know, the place that we all know and love. And, you know, like this place has been around forever, but it doesn't mean that it can't change. Like it's always changing and stuff like that. So, you know, let's 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 get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that field always changes, regardless. You know, throughout the years, I've seen it grown, and oh you know, it's exactly. you're just adding All to I it, see basically. Is videos of church, I never got to play there. You don't want to play in there. I, you don't want to play in there. I did get to experience Fortress before it was gone. <laughs> My first time playing airsoft, Police Station was still here, mm -hmm. and. Um, Crack Shack remains were still Crack Shack remains. <laughs> like you don't want to play in Crack well, Shack no, back it, then. Like, it was happy you got to be a part of Dunes before that disappeared. Oh yes, yes. Dunes. Rest in peace, Dunes. I miss Dunes. Left in the chat there. Wow. We should just put gravestones on yeah. every sort of uh, you know monument that we have Respect or lost. Dunes, man. <laughs> yeah, just outside your sea can. That's what separate. Yeah. That's what separated the boys to the men. Okay, or not even. You know what? Not even girls played that too, and they were like they're like, aggressive good. in the middle there. Oh hell yeah! I know oh some like gosh. pretty tough airsoft girls there, man. So you know what? It was just like that's what separated the renters from the airsofters. <laughs> Ah, uh, reminiscing on the old past. I feel like it was more of like an equalizing plane, like, because you were so close, even so if you close. had the most pimped out gun, it didn't matter because you, like, were still shooting flat. It's even the with guys the that know how to crawl, like, dude. Exactly. It They're was like, so good. Yeah, like, well, I'm not going to lie, there were a lot of I renters mean, a couple times, you know, they'd sneak up behind you, you didn't even know. And they the don't end, need to shoot very far. The end of Dunes came with the arrival of everybody having HPA. Yep. What? No. Basically. Wow, that segue pretty quick wow, there. That's, that, that's, wow, that's a lot of responsibility or blame you're putting on there on a specific. I mean, group. to be honest, with great I am like comes great irresponsibility. <laughs> Is that how that went? Yeah. I See, thought I thought, it, I thought it went something. You, you want to know every Peter. HPA player I know, including myself, you, is like Spider Man with that moment with Uncle Ben. But we went the wrong way instead of being right. So you want to know how the meme team was started? What? So we had a bunch of um, back then, a long time ago, say five years, six years ago. Um, we had a bunch of like I don't know if they came from paintball or whatever, but um, they I guess they were 
they were they all had really nice uh, polar stars back then. Is what they call them. I'm I'm not I'm 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 like the wrong person to ask for HPA guys. I'm sorry, but um, they had it like they they had it so that like Panther didn't really have rules on it yet, and I guess from that day they had to introduce rules to it. Right, they were new. Okay. There, yeah. Um, they had it like. Our, there was no RPS lock. It was shooting hot. It was creeping all the time. We were getting badly damaged, like, in the skin by it. And then I decided, okay, well, you know, my guys are not having fun, and my teams and my group of fans are not having fun. I, w- I went to Ellie and be like, can I just, like, have City for, like, an hour or something? We'll just run a mini game. And this is how the mini game started, and this is how the meme team was born, based on Polar Star users or Air- HPA users <laughs> sort wow. of abusing their system and you know damaging us yeah they can get a bad rep yeah so that's that's how they got the bad rep but we're not talking or down on hpa as much as i want to try and do it because i'm not really a big fan of hpa but you guys are um we're talking about what is hpa Mm -hmm. that is our topic for today so guys what is hpa high precision airsoft really (laughs) <laughs> You're the tech here. Tell us. Really? Can we try that again? <laughs> High pressure air. <laughs> My goodness. Look, I know what I'm talking about <laughs> some of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, um, yeah, HPA is definitely... Um, it's the it's one of the variations of an airsoft platform where you have a high pressure air tank, um, and you use that connected to a system. Tack, take over. I don't know. <laughs> All I know All is I there's know a is hose. Pew, 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 and I have the All I know is there's a hose to a tank. Mm. Well, sometimes. Uh, okay. Well, like um, when it comes to HPA and stuff like that, you know, you have your regular HPA tanks, you know, which have been mostly, you know. That's right, brought the big on ones from, and the small ones. But well, the, most of them were brought on from paintball and stuff like that, and most of those things are regulated to, like, 850 PSI or whatever it is, which is standard for what those tanks were for. And, like, to put them in other kits and stuff like that, you had to add another regulator on top of that and stuff like that, as well as a line and stuff, because, you know, with paintball stuff, you just screwed it right into the grip or whatever, right? And... Um, so with that, uh, you know, um, came all these regulators and stuff like that. I know um, I didn't start at the very beginning, you know, and personally, you know, it's like I like HPA, but it's not like it's I – like, I like all the other stuff stuff. They all have their advantages and stuff like that. But, you know, with HPA specifically, you have the ability of tunability, right? And, you know, that's a big pro for me, right? One of the big cons is that you have a tank. With high pressure air. With high pressure air, exactly. So a bomb. Yeah, well, if you're dumb, yes, yes. Um, well, that's what I want to highlight. Yeah, is like people to, need to be smart. Yeah. So like all those guys out there who have a cracked tank, and I'm watching you try and fill something, and then I get mad at you after because you filled it. Don't at, like look at me with dumb, like with a dumb look, please. Like you're gonna hurt someone, mm-hmm. most likely yourself. As much as I... So, like, pressure-wise, like, you're filling a tank that expands. Like, I've seen those things expand. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, like, expand? Oh, you're talking about, like, the carbon fiber tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 your most most common HPA tank is going to be, like, an aluminum or steel tank, right? So they won't expand, right? uh, Well, they're just going to blow up or break or like mm. they'll blow like a hole through it and stuff like that is what i've seen you know like um of course you can 
or know, they'll crack a leak. Well, yeah, or they'll crack a leak and stuff like that. And again, that's all dangerous yeah, because, exactly. um, like, well, the, with you know, they leaky tanks, yeah, they, 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 and you always have to keep up, maintain a pressure on it, right? To to keep it like going when you're playing, right? Because if I remember correctly, I needed to be like twenty five thousand or something, or twenty five hundred or something when I was filling up the uh, minigun that I was using or something like that. Oh, really? Like, okay, well, uh, again, like, that gets into, like, a lot more specifics and stuff mm. like that, right? So, like, um, when it comes to HPA, um, you know, uh, with, like... Um, well, give me the basics, okay? So, what's the setup for HPA? You basically have a... Well, so, like, it, like before Polish Star and all that stuff, right, like, you could probably get, like, a red line, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but, like, you, you probably could just use the red line regulator. Okay, you missed what I'm trying to say here, Tacky. Before you dive into names and everything like that, right? Some people might not know. Some people might just see the lines and not understand what it is, right? HPA. You got a tank. You got a line. Most of the time, you've got a you got, line. You got a regulator. It's connected to your gun. Well, you, yeah, no, you have you're, a tank. You always have a line, right? yeah. It, it, your gun is running off a of high-pressure air. That is how you're delivering the beam. Yeah. It's so not with a, an electric well, gearbox. It's high, high like pressure air or CO2. You can run it off CO2. So some platforms. Right. with so an like AEG, you're basically using batteries, motor, yeah, and batteries and to generate. Well, you're essentially using. You're it's the same, back. It's, it's the same thing. You're using air yeah. with an AEG, except the the whole thing is run off of uh, electric motor. Yeah, you don't you don't have any moving parts on an HPA. Uh, that's not true. You have moving really? parts on an HPA, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and like, but nozzle. it also depends on which HPA unit. Like, exactly. Um, okay. Like, you even have electronics. In but is HPA. it consistent, though? I'm guessing it is. Well, well, that's ha- that's yeah, why well, people love it, right? Yeah, well, the consistencies are crazy on HPA sometimes, especially when you have a really, like, um, nice tune like, well, when you have a really sealed system. And it usually comes down to the fact that because it has very little moving parts. And it's not the fact that it has no moving parts. Some of them don't have moving parts, but... Most of the time they do because your nozzle has to move back and forth to be able to chamber around and stuff like that. So you, that's like your more, most likely your moving part. And um, off the bat on my he- you know, in my head, uh, the easiest one to talk about is like the uh, uh, Wolverine SMP, right? The SMP stand is for single moving part. And so that was something that uh, they were um, made famous for is because they had a simple uh, HPA engine with just the nozzle moving in and out. No problem. <laughs> Right, and then of course, um, uh, with that you have uh, Polar Star um, with their version, which is uh, the Polar Star Jack, right? Which is like an entry level uh, HPA system. Uh, nothing wrong with it. It's just that um, it's not as tuned and not as perfected as some of the. Is that other like engines. a drop in that you put on like a standard AEG or something? Like that? Uh, so their Polar Star Jack is more like a drop in like engine so you got to open up the gearbox and you got to put that you got to install it yourself and then put it in it's not like their fusion engine which is a drop-in gearbox system which is literally you take your gearbox out and you find which version it is and you throw that in and it's put your pins back in and it's supposed to work interesting so you have to build your own um not polar uh, hpa system to get it going for any platform is that correct uh, or yeah. is there like somewhere you could buy it and just like be like, okay, that's pretty sure you could outright buy it in some places. There it depends are where you buy it from. Like most of the time you're going to have to get it from like a dealer or like places that specialize in HPA specifically like amped airsoft. Um, I think Evic sells some of them. Um, when Actually they do, a when trigger, they do spe- a trigger just 
brought in a whole bunch of Polar Star and as well as uh, oh, and MTW. Yeah, MTW. Well, so, yeah, what I yeah. noticed is that yes, Trigger did restock in some Polar Star jacks. So those ones you can put them in uh, gearbox and stuff like that. I know that when they brought in the MTWs uh, the first time, I think before all this COVID stuff was happening, um, they only had available the MTW specific Wolverine engines, which was unfortunate because um, those were ones that you can't necessarily drop in easily like you can but then there's a lot of modifications. so what you're saying is hpa requires additional assembly well, when you get into like when you get into those dream builds like for instance you're one of those weird guys that wants to hpa like a p90 or something like that it's you're not going to find like a drop-in drop-in kit for it right you got to put in some work right and Who's polar starring a p90 a couple people that's why they have the wolverine hydra system that's not nice. Yeah, so that, because for offset nozzles. That systems. gun sucks in airsoft for a reason. In not real at life, all. Yes, it does. It's so awesome. It's terrible. In real life, it looks cool. In real life, it's badass. I saw a guy yeah. have an HPA tap uh, Wii P90. They I saw gameplay of that. That was really cool. Never childhood with Stargate. Now we're getting the tap system, which dives into more well, that's gas another, blowback. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's another version That, that of gets HPA. into my area, which I don't like still, mm. but it's mm -hmm. you're still using you're not using like green gas or you know or you know your whatever propanes or you're doing now you're just pumping high pressure air into what used to be the valve mm -hmm. you know the fill valve of you know um like a gas magazine right mm -hmm. so that's what they call tap system so mm -hmm. that i'm familiar with because i've seen well, there's people do it there's different ways you can do it like um when it comes to the gbb stuff there's yeah. like a bunch of different platforms um like uh one specifically that comes to mind is requires a lot of modification which is like the uh i think their um facebook page is called kuzmin airsoft they're okay. specifically from russia and they work on uh we and stuff like that and part of their stuff is like dremeling stuff and making channels so what you're it. telling me is hpa is not just for aegs it's also for gbb yeah well you can pretty much hpa anything like if you want to get really creative and really like hilarious and memey you could put an hpa system inside a nerf gun can you hpa make car uh you could hpa your exhaust <laughs> <laughs> you can make it shoot out of the back it is <laughs> it, like i'm gonna be honest i'm not used to running an hpa system I will, i've only run it once mm. Before and I was like, uh, like, like an HPA AK or something like that. Uh, I think it was Zach or something. I was mm -hmm. using it for a bit. I'm like, wow, it is consistent. Mm -hmm. It is responsive. Mm -hmm. It is quick. Mm -hmm. It is scary fast for the RPS too. Uh, well, so I haven't personally seen his gun, so I'm not 100% sure if he changes it or whatever it is, just because. Zach... I'm coming from a gas blowback. Yeah. Well, We're not well, used to these speeds, all right? Um, and consistency. Let's be real. Yeah, well, especially with the consistency part. Like, I know yeah. that when... And I, you could use it at this time, too, when it's, like, getting colder. Yeah, well, the HPA is great when it comes to, like, specifically on the GBB part, um, being able to, let's say, let, for you specifically, right, um, you have your Wii M4 that you really like. Let's say that you got your thing shooting phenomenally, but one thing that holds you back in the wintertime is the, the gas expansion, right? Mm -hmm. Like, one... Um, green gas doesn't really work very well. Some people say it does, but again, nope, it, does not. It, it doesn't really work very well. You, you can know, trick me as much as you want; it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I know like, this. I, I've had a lot of people get into arguments over that and stuff like that, and I don't know. It's I've tried my best to seal stuff, and it, I've been always disappointed. Even with CO two, again, CO two is another one you can use CO two, but um, it's oh. more damaging on your yeah. system and stuff like that. And also, CO two is a little more expensive than green gas. So for me, um, like. 
you know, specifically for you, I'd be like, you know, either you can get a tap mag, right? Which is like, um, I've seen one on Evic for like made by six millimeter pro yep. or whatever it is. And same thing. It's like, you're saying it's a high cap magazine with a line coming out yep. of it so that you're just feeding, you know, um, rounds into it and using a Wii mag there. You can use also like the tap airsoft, um, it's an open bolt um, magwell adapter. Yeah, so I've was, seen them all. I yeah, mean, being a gas cool. user, I've seen people gut their Wii's or mm -hmm. their their regular GBBs just so that they could fit a line on it, or like make it so that it runs off of like a high cap magazine and something like that. I mean, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm I'm, I'm a GBBR purist. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie, because. You know, nothing's as good as reloading your GBB to well, yeah, feed that beast, right? Well, yeah, you lose your reload right? capability unless you yeah. get into, like, really fancy stuff. Like, I know that if you want to have that capability and you want to go down that road, you can get yourself a walk uh, Daytona system. Yeah. Right? So you can get the walk kit, and then you can put a Daytona kit inside it. And that one is, so far, as far as I know, the only HPA system that actually has, like, a bolt uh, lock system incorporated okay. with it to You're where speaking french to me at this point i don't know <laughs> well pretty much what you would be looking for except the only thing is that you have a line so what it. what do you own for hpas then uh, i have a daytona i have a polish two polar stars uh, i have a red line are uh, they expensive yeah they're expensive they're like like uh, for a regular joe to come in here and be like i want a polar star or i want a hpa something well, what's your recommendation for them at this point i would ask them how much money they're willing to spend or what's their budget to be honest because, like, um, just getting into the door, right? Now, if you don't care about what your gun looks like, right, you can get one of those already-made guns, like the MTW or whatever it is. And honestly, that's what I would suggest to someone who just wants to spend money once and just get into HPA, just because it's widely available. The customer uh, service is, like, top-notch. Um, the gun looks slick. You know, I'm not going to hate on it, but, again... When you get into airsoft, when people start getting really picky and specific and stuff like yep. that, that's where all things go out the window. So, you know, you're going to have that guy that's going to want some fancy system, you know, and in that case, then you're going to have to do some more modifications. Yep. So, um, sorry guys, I had to go get dinner. Uh, <laughs> so you, it's okay. He, he, he's in the zone for talking. Just let him, let him go. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Keep Don't going. let me interrupt. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, just to be honest, like, if you're going to get into it, it's not going to be cheap. So, like, if someone's looking to get into HPA and stuff like that, you're going to benefit if you came from a paintball background because you can kind of reuse some of the stuff. So you'll save yourself, like, hundreds of dollars. So is, is this why I see a lot more paintballers get into Airsoft because they have all the gear ready for HPA? Possibly. Um, not all their gear Because let's compatible. say, how much, how much would a tank cost? Because that's the one thing I see them reuse. So it depends which tank, and it depends on which system. But, like, typically a tank is between $150 to um, as high as $360. So they already have that initial investment to begin with. Now they just got to get the, the, the engine. I'm guessing the line is the same. And they'll also have to get a regulator. A regulator. So that's another, like... 100 to 250 dollars or something so right like off that. the bat you're already spending at least 300 bucks yeah 
Yeah, and just that's to get just started. The, that's just on the tank setup, yeah. right, and the line setup, and that's not even getting into the HPA system. So let's say that you have a gun that you want to HPA. So you purchase that gun, which costs you, let's say, between three to five hundred dollars on average. Uh, I know there's tons of expensive guns, but let's say that's the average. So you already spent that much money on that gun. Mm. Now you want to HPA that gun. Well, now you're gonna go out. Engine, I believe the cheapest one you can get off the bat right now is the Polar Star Kythera, which is like 315, I think. Uh, I can't remember if the Redline one is just as cheap. Doesn't Vulcan have one? Vul I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, but uh, they, yeah, but um, they're, those are like the cheap ones. So yep. again, now you're spending 300 something dollars, right? And not including tax and stuff like that. And Let's say uh, you're willing to install it, right? You'll save yourself some money there. Let's say you don't know how to install it. Okay, now you're gonna have to pay someone to install that for you. Yep. Right, and on top of that, uh, it's gotta get tuned because um, just like an AEG, right? Like it has to meet certain requirements for it to be able to function properly and stuff like that, right? So you have to volume the barrel. Um, so again, that's stuff that you can do yourself or you can get some guy to do it. There's tons of guides on there. So a lot of people can save themselves money that way. Um, I guess really HPA is like the dream thing for guys who yeah, want to get like end goal being kind of airsoft is a hobby. Yeah, a lot of hobbyists will tend to customize their own builds. Yeah, and doesn't matter as long as you know it. As long as there's a way to increase performance or anything, they're gonna do it, right? It, it's definitely like your Ferrari. Like obviously, you can have a Ferrari AEG, right? I have played with a couple of those. Right, some of my friends have them. They're they're great. Yeah. Right? Also got Touch Dayton's Oka. Yeah. Holy crap. That one's also... I think that's the top of the line for any AEG at this point. Oh, there's Umbrella Armory? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess from like a specific, like, like a like company. Just to buy it off the shelf. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. buy it off the shelf from a company, definitely. You're paying top dollar for that thing. Yeah. You know, I've, you know, played with other ones that are just um, on par with that from other techs and stuff like that. But again, yeah, you know, for availability-wise, there's that. So, hmm. like... Um, when it comes to HPA, right, you have that tunability. Um, then it comes down to which kind of HPA system you want, right? There's tons of them out there. So then it comes down to, like, you could, we could go on about each and every system. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Because there, like, there are specifics to every single one, right? So I encourage people, if they're you know, thinking about getting HPA, to do research because it's going to save you a boatload of headache and problems, especially when you come to the field and your refs are, like, giving you that face or, like, you're, you know, being a little apprehensive as to why you're now being suddenly pulled off to the side because you decided, oh, you're not shooting well enough. So you decide to turn the dial for some dumb reason. So now we get into the question of field rules on it. Mm -hmm. So what is the field rules that we have here now, guys? Uh, so it has to shoot below 1.7 joules. Uh, with HPA, we measure it in joules. You know, everyone wants to talk about FPS and stuff like that, but it's like, no, nah, I measure it based strictly on joules. So it's the muzzle velocity coming right out of the barrel and stuff like that. And regardless of what weight you're shooting, it's 1.7 joules. So we start with threes just because it's, you know, the easiest one. And that's, if you're shooting lower than threes with HPA, I'm kind of questioning you a little bit, especially because you're playing at Panther and it's outdoors. I wouldn't question you so much if you're like playing indoors, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And what are the pros and cons of like, Oh, sorry. Um, AEGs versus like polar star, or not polar star. See, I name it polar HPA systems. Like, 
of course it's going to be quick. Yeah, well, you, and exactly, and that's what I just forgot in my mind is that there's also an RPS limit for mm. um, HPA, and that is 20 RPS. Oh, for the field. Yes, yeah. for the field. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, Obviously. That was implemented it, when, exactly. when I, when now, I made my team. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people who groan and moan because there are AEGs that are capable of shooting 24, 25, 35, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? Those won't last for long. And if they do, they were built really well. And that's an expensive toy that someone's not going to really want to break. HPA, you can do it on the fly. And it, I, I guess it's the same concept, but it's just that um, it's easier to abuse uh, our our priority here is safety first. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And these things, you know, can be set on the fly. It's if, just if easy not to be abused. Yeah, you know. So, so that's, that's that's where they get the bad rep from. Yeah, right? that's where it gets a bad rep. A lot of like you know, and a lot of people aren't used to being hit with that kind of um, you know, especially especially with the um, with the point of like um, consistency when it comes to HPA and stuff like that, where that. That BB is carrying that uh, that the the, the the energy right the joules it's carrying that throughout. So when it hits you, it's it's hitting you and you feel it right. Like yeah, but you're also with the RPS, you're also getting thirty of those right towards it, exactly. you. Exactly at the same like well, with so maybe a maybe a, like a point one two like variation in like the energy right. So mm-hmm. it's like that's where it gets dangerous. Um, well, the ease of abuse, like just reprogramming it. Right? Well, it comes like, down to just the fact that it's really easy to tune, right? And, that, and that's one of its advantages, but that's also one of its negatives because, like, you know, I don't want you guys to get off on, like, a whole tangent on it and stuff like that, but specifically, right, like, there's that argument with AEGs doing the same thing. Yes, there are AEGs that do that, but guess what? They can't change, right? So they have strict limits, um, yeah, you can, you know, tournament lock guys with HPA and stuff like that, but I'm not going to lie. There's going to be guys who change it, screw with the rules all the time. And, you know, it's either we, you know, try and be vigilant, right. And let you guys play with it or it gets banned outright. And honestly, I don't want it to be banned outright. So I'm really hoping that the community is able to one police itself as, as well as, you know, learn. But, um, when it comes to like the RPS and stuff like that, as you were saying, right, like, yeah, guys can write on the fly, spend like two minutes, can change it to like um, 50 RPS if they want. Now, mind you, I'm going to be honest, okay? You shouldn't be running your HPA engine above 35 RPS, to be honest. You can, you can, but you shouldn't because that causes a lot more wear and tear on your system, but there are guys who do it. But at the field... You're at 20. 20. Yeah. That's all you need to know, guys. Yeah, 20. Exactly. If you don't know anything about Polestar, or sorry, not Polestar, HPA systems, it's come, okay. you can, you come can, pick yeah. uh, yeah. well, tax yeah. brain and there. That, and, well, and that's the thing. Like, we always have people that come up and ask, and I really appreciate the people that take time. Some of the new players that get an HPA system will come up to us and be all like, hey, I just got this, and I just wanted to make sure that we're following the rules, being safe and everything. So all of those, all those out there that do that, I seriously appreciate you guys taking the time. Um and to answer, um, one of the things that I always do is um, when I'm walking around, if I spot check someone or anything like that, when I ask you what you're shooting, I'm not asking you a BB weight. I'm not asking you um, what gun you're using. Like, especially if you, like, you know, all I care is I saw a line, I saw HPA, and I'm asking you what your jewels are. 
and I'm looking for a like a quick response that you know because mm-hmm. you should know as an HPA player what you're shooting because again it's just the ease of abuse you know and the weather affects it too so you know it's 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 minuscule compared to like me you know going and cranking on the the, the valve or whatever but like you know it can play into it and stuff like that they so volume their barrel they will have less problems exactly so like you if know you these are the things properly tune your gun you will have less problems <laughs> so that's why every time someone comes up to me and it's the same person sometimes i wonder if they tune their gun fully. So that gets into what you were saying at the very beginning. With great power comes great responsibilities. So as a HPA user, you need to know what the rules are at Panther. You have to be a little more intelligent. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah. yeah so, so for myself, okay, I have a Polar Star Jack inside, uh, what is it? What do we have it built in? A VFC Mark 18, right? Like, yeah, you like have it, uh, yeah, you have it in a VFC Mark 18. Yeah, so... Um, that's what I have my HPA gun in, or my jack in, and I run it off just a small 3,000 tank that I throw into the back. I've got a line that connects through my pistol grip, and I run, you know, my AEG mags. Uh, I run PTS, uh, the EPM ones or whatever. No, EP, PTS mags, whatever. Okay, so those are the ones I run. They're great. I run mid caps. That's what I like. Um, and I, so for me, I have my guns set below all of my maximum limits. Um, just to make sure I avoid any, you know, any confrontations that could arise from it and stuff. So I'm like my gun sitting at like 1.5 joules. I run, uh, I shoot point threes. I don't go any higher. I don't need heavier weights because tax done amazing things to my barrel and my hop up. Um, and then my RPS is at 15. So if I ever full auto someone, it's literally it's 15 RPS. You're the epitome of responsible HPA users. Well, I'm pretty don't... sure I turned your full auto off as well. No, that's just because my. Well, it's because it's finicky. But I, need to, I need to take it apart and look at it. Thank you for reminding me. Still, responsible HPA user. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Just one a, of a few. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking just in my mind right now, too. One, one, one common mistake that seems to happen a lot is when people tell people what um, PSI to run. Th- set their gun. Right? Like, every gun's different. And, like, it's kind of basic, um, it's basic science when it comes down to, you know, like, barrel length and barrel volume and all this stuff. Like, you don't need to get super complicated into it and stuff like that, but, like, um, there are variables, right? And um, one thing to remind people, too, is, like, even if you're running a pistol... Right? So all those guys that are running, like, the primary airsoft adapters or whatever it is, pimping out, making those speed soft pistol high cap of builds and stuff like that, you're still following the same rules that the rifles are running at because you're an HPA system. Well, regardless, if you have an HPA system. Regardless of, you know, what platform it is originally, as soon as a line and a tank is involved, or, you know, um, you're, you have to shoot 1.7, under 1.7 joules. So... That's why, like, um, you might see a guy running a pistol, right? Barrel length, super short, right? But he might be pumping his tank up to, like, 130 or 120 PSI on his GBB platform, right? Because that's what most pistols are. Because you don't see, we don't have very many AAPs out here because of our laws. But um, he's probably going to have it at that pressure. And he's probably going to be shooting maybe 380 or just under 400 or, you know, like, whatever it is to keep it under the 1.7, right? 
But if you have that same setting on, let's say, like a SR25 platform, you're probably shooting like 700 fucking PSI or something like, or 700 uh, uh, feet per second or something like that because of the barrel length and, and whatnot because you're pushing that much air, uh, air pressure through that length of barrel through, you know, that small of a space, right? So um, don't copy other people's, you know, um, PSI settings and stuff like that. Do your research, understand. So what, what you're doing. saying is there's a shit ton of science I wouldn't say there's a shit ton of science. It's just that, like, people really need to do their research. You know, people really need to understand what they're sort of getting into. Now, people who don't care about that kind of stuff, and there are going to be a lot of you guys out there who just want to go plug and play. You can get, like, these platforms, like, from Wolverine and stuff like that, right? Where the MTW, where, as far as I understand, um, the way they've built it is that they actually have, like, a restrictor. Or something like that inside the like line. a tournament lock or something. Or? Uh, not a tournament lock. It's like a physical restrictor inside like the airline, so that it actually cannot go above 1.6 joules. I think I heard a lot of complaints from a lot of MTW guys when they first came to Panther, where they're like, "I'm juicing it up to 130 psi and my thing's not changing. Why?" And it's just like, "Why do you want to be shooting higher than that?" I'm confused. Right, because it's supposed to be low. I, but again, those guys get into where they want to start min-maxing super hard and stuff like that. So I don't know what they figured out on a way around it. I'm sure they just ripped it out or something like that. But again, still going to check those guys because they're changing and modding their stuff. Right, I'm going to be harder on guys who I know are doing all these micro-adjustments because I have to watch out for the safety of people. you know. And hopefully people are responsible, but they're not. Yeah, well, I mean... That's that's really what it comes down to. It's like, you know, it only takes one bad apple to kind of, like, set it apart. And that's where already it comes down to. There were to. many bad apples. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, HPA in Airsoft has grown itself to have kind of a bad name already. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do um, in our own community to kind of, like, make sure we mitigate that. Because, you know, I know predominantly a lot of the negative stereotypes come from, like, you know, towards speed soft or paintballers coming over to airsoft and they're playing speed ball, which is, you know, like, not really where airsoft started, you know? It was more of, like, the Milsom side of things where it started and stuff like that. Again, that is debatable, depending on who you yeah, talk exactly. to, really. I mean, because sure, because, sure, because you, know? you have to understand that there are those two sides. They exist. Like, for instance, specifically, right? We were talking about California earlier. Speedsoft is heavily present there. Right? I would be down. You, you I'm would, not oh, against no, it's, 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 it's not that. But don't it's, get me wrong. It's, I know, but it's like, I'm just saying, like, there are those two complete yeah, opposites. Yeah, I'm just right? saying, like, it has to do with, like, the regs and, like, the... I mean, and so this is why I say it like this, right? I say it's the ease of abuse, right? And that's why I say great power, great irresponsibility, because, like, you've got young kids who've got these top-tier systems coming out to play airsoft and it, you can like you know i don't know what some of the california rules are for field specific right but you know i hear some crazy fire rates like i don't know what like, they're indoors so i'm assuming they can't be shooting that crazy like hot right like i mean i know out in the states like you know you can have fps's way above what we're allowed right so like i don't know what and for most people, you've probably seen videos of people, you of know, toxic, shoot, toxic, yeah, toxic players shooting up other players at high rates of fire, or they do the pain game, or it's just like insane amount of like speed, speed softers like 
doing high RPS on other right? people. And mind you, like that. Like, or burnt are... my patch kid. Oh yeah, well that. Yeah, happened. that. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but that, that just came in my feed like well, not even get, yeah. like last week. It misconstrued too, because AEGs are capable of pimped out stuff. You yeah, know? like you can. Well, that's DSG where, well, that, that's like where that. most of the people. Yeah, you but know. it has to do again with the ease of abuse yeah. with an with a. HPA system, right? Depending on what system you're getting and everything like that. Because if you're getting just some kind of redline pneumatic system where it's you run in semi, it's one shot, one pull. You know, that's that's what it is. You know, like yeah, I I don't think anyone's gonna have a bone to pick with you. Yeah, or but like the GBBR platform with the tap mags. I'm also not shooting more than twenty. No, RPS. you're using the same system as GBBR. Yeah. You're damaging it per se a lot more faster. Probably drying it out a lot yeah. more with that high pressure but, air. Yeah. yeah, the options there. I've seen it. It's just I've seen a lot more cracks on it than a regular GBB user would. Well, that's from guys, again, using irresponsible PSI because green yeah. gas is usually around. Well, I'm not going to lie. Like, because Wheeze can handle um, CO2, yeah, they should be able to easily handle. It, uh, it, look, GBBRs have high tolerance for a lot yeah. of the pressures they're, pu they're putting into. It's just a maintenance. Well, that comes down <laughs> to the individual. Yeah, exactly. If they're not it's the individual, yeah. then yeah. And I guess that comes... With the other part of HPA, which is laziness. Yeah. It appeals to lazy people. So, jumping into this, why is it... Not attacking you. You're not attacking you. I'm you sorry. Right I'm not... Right at me, I'm, I, I'm You looking, looked uh, right at me. That's not what I meant okay. to do. Are you serious? Yes. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. I'm just going to grab a pizza. I don't care anymore. I think your body's <laughs> lying to you, okay? Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah, let's get the cat out of the bag, too. Guys, we're eating pizza, okay? It's late. It's Thursday night. We're tired. We all have day jobs. We met up here, and we haven't eaten. Don't kill us. And if you're wondering what it is, it's meat lovers and barbecue chicken. <laughs> if you want to bring pizza on the weekend for us, we'll take it as well. We'll definitely take it. <laughs> Jesus. If you would like to join us for pizza on the next Panther, it's on Holy Table Time. No, but... Um, yeah, like, uh, so what I, what I was trying to say, too, just about, like, the Speedsoft community and just, like, what's out there and stuff like that, it really sucks because, again, it comes down to that ease of abuse. Um, ignorance is bliss. You know, some people pretend not to know or pretend not to care or, or don't care, you know, flat out. And, um, yeah, it can get a really bad name for itself and everything like that. And, like, because, mind you, like, you know, um, you know, you separate that line from the tank and everything, that gun's useless, right? But, I mean, again, that's the same with any airsoft gun in this platform, right? GBB, no gas, useless. You, you break my immersion when I see a line in a tank. I know. I know you get triggered <laughs> like that, okay? But, well, I won't lie. Like, um, well, there's, so there's variations to, uh, to, to negate that. So, Tack, if you want to dive in on those, because well, I only know, like, one. So. Well, it, yeah, if I can remember off the top of my head... Um, so is it the ones that run off the stock? Like, yeah, so Redline uh, like, was one of the first companies that did that with their closed gas stock system, which is you're just running like a 13 cubic inch tank or something like that in the back on a like set so of So how long does that last? Um, I personally haven't r ran a system like that. I know that recently they've released a, I believe it's a 15 inch a cubic inch tank, which is which uh, by 4,500, which is the same profile as the 13 uh, cubic inch tank. So uh, you're getting way more, and it's also keeping the same profile. So um, with those tanks, I'm not sure what you're getting, but I think, like, 
you're going to easily get like over a thousand shots or whatever it is, depending on what it is, right? Like if you run like an efficient platform where you're running with a type bore and you have like, you know, you're running at like between 80 to 40 PSI, you're probably going to get a lot more out of your tank versus wasn't, a guy. Wasn't there something along the lines of, uh, I know I have one on my container there, one of the review guns, I believe it was Wolverine that has the two capsules at the back, the CO2 capsules. Yeah, so with Wolverine... Is that the same, same sort of... Uh, uh, same sort of idea, except with the Wolverine CO2 system, you get a lot, like, you, you get a lot less shots. Like, yeah. I believe you get between 200 to 500 shots. Yeah, you have to, like, take that capsule yeah. out and put another one in, like, exactly. almost, like, every three mags or something like that. So, when you get into the aspect of skirmish airsoft, yes, three mags. But when you get into, let's say, what we would probably use that platform for, which is, like, a Milsim scenario, you're probably going to also run... Um, low caps. Yeah, low caps, like 30 rounders. In that case, you're going to go through like your whole battle loadout before you actually have to load. So that's like the next evolution or step for what HPA is at that point, right? For guys who want to take it to that next level, you know, for guys who get frustrated running their Wii systems and and having the gas leak out or their GHK system and the gas leaking out and stuff like that, it can suck. It can really ruin your gameplay and stuff like that. So when you go to those extra steps to help mitigate that so that you can keep yourself in the game, you know, it's like, I, I can't hate on people doing that. It's a little more costly and stuff like that. And then, you know, you have to be part of specific groups and stuff like that because not everyone's going to have general yeah, knowledge on just it. Just like gas blowback games for me, mm. only gas blowback, right? It makes sense to put them in there. Well, I haven't seen so, a game that's HPA only. Um, <laughs> I don't think they would like the result. <laughs> that's probably well, yeah, why. Not, yeah, well, as Max saying, like... Um, or then I, we truly have speed soft here. Well, well it, it, it'll be interesting because um, I don't think there's enough. Like, I don't think you have enough there, players with HPA systems well, there, there, to begin there with. There is, but I don't know if enough of them would be into it because they'd have to be playing against themselves. And uh, no offense, but I feel like a lot of these guys don't want to play against themselves. They want to play against other people. So that's my that opinion. That have disadvantages. Well, that's my opinion on well, that. Well, actually, I want to know if people would be down for something like Speedsoft. And I'm talking Speedsoft. Like, you know, like Speedball, like like it wasn't Paintball Do you stuff. want Elliot to come in here with a flying head kick somehow? Because that's how you announce that. <laughs> Elliot, we're playing speed song. Oh my gosh. No. No. I live for it. You'll, you'll, you'll get it on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I mean. He doesn't if, listen to our podcast. If you think about it, right? Gas blowback users, the feel for us is basically the reloads, the realism of, you know, racking the gun. HPA users, advantage over everything. So I think that's how it There's is. There's an advantage and disadvantage. Like again, for what's my, the disadvantage then? Um, no it, immersion. Uh, well, <laughs> you look you look bad in photos. Uh, With the line. I'm being serious, right? Like when I try to take photos, I try to consciously hide the line sometimes. Oh, I was, I was about to say, I've taken photos of you with the line. Well, well, exactly. Like for instance, like if it's I wanted like, to no get boy, a boy, don't look. Well, if I wanted to get a sick, you know, like like platforms that are able to hide the line a little bit easier, like AK platforms, because most of the time you're riding it right through the back of the stock and stuff like that so i'll I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quote from uh, when i had a dinner with um josh warren um from uh, milson west oh my um he said he's okay with people coming in with you know breaking their immersions by you know bringing in like hpa stuff yeah i had it but um he's okay with that but what he would like to see is people bringing in like scuba tanks and stuff so, and using 
CCWS crew serve weapon systems, like an M2 or like an M40 or something like that, right? So, something that'll have two or three people carry, you know, the gun, the tripod, the ammo, and as well as the tank, mm -hmm. right? Run that, and you you basically have a crew serve weapon that you could use to, you know, you know, inflate fire on a field, right? Mm -hmm. So he's okay. He's like totally cool with that, but to use it on like just regular like airsoft guns and stuff like that he's he says he's okay with it but he's not gonna tell people to go away and you know well, he's not, not gonna attend say his no event. money but i understand like their point of view and stuff like yeah, that but it. you just basically ruin the immersion from there so well, exactly and a lot but of the time when you take it to that level, i, I, I do agree with him crew serve weapons right heavier weapons you know stuff like you know an m2 browning or you know a 240 or an, even an m249 right and like something that's machine gun to some degree I'm yeah totally cool with it right i'm totally cool with having a line on that because <laughs> it's probably much more reliable than the electric ones, to be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to build that scene uh, nine that I have yeah. to be uh, reliable. But, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. To, like, it makes sense for like a cruiser weapon or a weapons crew to have a line mm -hmm. because you know you're already carrying all that stuff you might as well carry extra gear with it right well, and as far as i know if anyone pays attention and to world war ii enactment airsoft style stuff um that's actually quite prevalent because i know those guys take the core of reignitement really really seriously and i have seen guys who do like the old school machine guns and they have the guy also carrying like the tank and stuff yeah. like that for the dude but that's that's what a crew serve weapon is basically it's, it has to be served by a crew yeah i was gonna say tack tack no it just like dude going back to those <laughs> times and even up to present times now like th those are teams those are team weapons you need a crew to handle those well no I, exactly but like what we're talking about specifically is as soon as you get into the hpa realm right how how heavy is an HPA system? They're not, no, right? They take no. away that weight. You, like, take out the internal guts of stuff, and you literally make it into a lightweight system. So, mm. I, like, people can get away with it because those lines get blurred because of that, yeah. right? No, I understand that. So, like, so, again, like, that's why, like, for guys, you know, like, for me making, like, the, the, the Daytona, right? It's heavier than your standard AEG, right? Because you have friggin' brass bolt system in there pretty much right but um you know running that that also is going to get tedious and heavy after a long prolonged time compared to like an AEG and stuff like that right but um uh just speaking on to the crew serve weapons uh sorry it just it came to mind recently just watching alphonse's video so uh just doing <laughs> yeah, well exactly because yeah. he's rocking that 50 the 50 cal right yeah so Modus. just doing a little research uh and you know going off into what you're saying from what I understand, that system runs off of an M249 gearbox. Mm, so as far as I know, if those dimensions are the same and it still functions that way, I think you can actually fit a Daytona M249 kit in there, and then you'd be able to run a uh, recoil um, 50 cal machine gun running off of an air tank and stuff like that. Or you can make it really simple, and you can just throw in one of those other HPA systems, make sure your alignment's good, throw in the line, and Bob's your uncle. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of options for freaking HPA. I did well, not realize that. Exactly. It's, it's like you like you said at the beginning, it's assembly required, mm -hmm. right? Like you can probably like, and this is what I say to some people who are like thinking about getting into it and stuff. If you want to buy secondhand HPA, 
you should definitely talk to some people who know what they're talking about first before you like make a purchase. Is I there will, a huge use market for HPA systems? Or? I, mean, I see people sell their HPA kits, you know, like guns that they have built already <coughs> and stuff like that. Is it because they, resale value is great? Well, that's another thing. They too. hold their they, resale value. They, ah. they, they try to. Well, I'm going to be flat out honest. They hold their resale value. Like, that, like, like, there isn't really a lot for something like that to depreciate. Right, like if you try to tell me that has a depreciating like, you know, asset, like like or like any kind of depreciation on it, like it's like what the five cents or five dollars worth of O rings that I have to replace on there and stuff like that, like you know, unless something actually breaks on there and stuff, which most of the time they don't, it's really hard to kind of like lowball someone unless they just want to get rid of the system right because right, again but it's also a, it's like yo you have a 400 aeg that you've converted into an hpa gun with another 400 investment so now you're gonna charge me 800 i'm not buying the aeg well no at that don't know so that's when it comes down to people like making the sacrifice on that like point is are they selling the gun or are they selling the hpa system because so you can bargain for it well, guessing. Well, th there is because a lot of the time like uh, you can just if they didn't butcher the system you can just you just got yourself a really cheap body and then you can throw in gears if you're you know in another gearbox and make it into an aeg again if you're so inclined or whatever it is but no like when it comes to resale like um again it depends right like on what it is if they put it into like a cheap combat machine body, a, that's a whole nother, then i'm yeah. sorry i'm it's only judging that based off of the value Dude, that's like the, putting a sleeper on a combat machine a lot of a lot of people do it and it's like i'm not gonna lie i'm not going to look at the value of the, the combat body? machine it's going to yeah. be strictly based off of the value of the hpa engine the engine and gotcha so i probably you know knock off 10 percent or something like that but the tanks on the line hold their value pretty well i'm guessing uh That's no the no they don't no they don't really? because tanks actually have a life expectancy oh um, now mind you you don't have to get them hydro tested if they're under i think it's like 68 cubic inches now what's hydro testing uh, you have to go take it to like a uh i guess like a fire hydrant place or like your local fire hall and yeah. they literally have to uh, pressurize it and see if there's any leaks in it. oh like check for bubbles like tires gotcha. exactly and if it does it's gone by oh. my tank so take care of your tanks um, but yeah, no, they do have, if you don't take care of them, right, uh, tanks specifically can have a depreciating value. Um, I find carbon fiber tanks can have and hold better value just because they are worth more, especially if they're taken care of properly, but like, they're also very easy to like lose value because one crack and it's like, you're they're not, also the ones I, I see broken all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and, and like I have a steel tank and I have tripped, fallen. So if throwing my stuff if you're getting into this you're asking for more trouble than than gains i'm guessing um it comes with a whole new game it, of headaches yeah well exactly if you're not if you're the person who just wants to throw money at stuff literally go for an already built system like what wolverine's trying to achieve and stuff like that or get a drop-in kit or whatever it is and you'll save yourself the headache uh talk to customer support and stuff like that because on many sides because i have experience with polar star redline and wolverine uh and tap as well but um that's just for their uh, adapters and stuff like that but uh polar star has phenomenal customer service wolverine has phenomenal customer service and Redline as well has extremely great customer service. You know, shout out to Jim Bud. You know, like has helped me out plenty of times with my stuff. So like, 
Um, if you get into the platforms, you're going to be able to be helped. You're going to be able to get your questions answered and stuff like that. The there's information's out there. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and if you want to get into it, um, specifically, there's the What the Tech series by Wolverine, which is a very, very helpful and in-depth series, specifically on HPA engines. It's, this is like a separate hobby on its own at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. really. I think you're just discovering a whole new door that you've been ignoring the whole time. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. It, 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 Excuse like, you? He's like, he's like, I'm going to stick to the gas over yeah. here. Ignore this door. Well, like. it, 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 there's a lot of stuff that you can get into and stuff like that. And a lot of people can get confused. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that can get misconstrued. You know, like specifically the big thing is type bore versus wide bore. Um, now with your AEGs, yes, you are going to have that argument all the time. But when it comes to HPA, you're not really going to have that argument because... You literally have a tank. You can supply as much air that you need, and you're playing a skirmish game, so go fill up after. You know, like, I see those guys where they're like, mm, 2,000, not going to have a good day, and it's like, what are you doing? What are you running that you, you're not going to be able to play a game with 2,000 PSI sometimes? Like, it, it, you know, it, it, it makes me wonder sometimes what how people have their things set up. So let me ask you this, Mac. Mm -hmm. I got your name right, by the way. <laughs> is it fun to shoot an HPA system? Is it something that is like dreamed of and you're like, this is all you like what you wanted all along? Okay. So like, yeah. Um, I think my progression into airsoft was pretty good because I started out with an AEG. So I understood like the, um, I, not the ins and outs, but I understood the base of an AEG. Then me and Tack got our first gas gun together and that was a lot of fun. So I definitely enjoyed that part just because before I had even played Airsoft, I had shot real firearms. So yep. it was like, oh, okay, cool. This is where like, the immersion and the realism can come from, the gas platform. The AEG platform was for fun. And then when I finally um, took a stab and had a chance to um, play with an HPA system, I was kind of shocked at just, again, the ease of use and abuse that can happen with that because... Um, you know, like tax joking about taking away my semi or my full auto and everything like that. And it's like, I don't need it. Like, you know, I can shoot so incredibly fast and consistent with a semi on my polar star that it kind of, it, it, it does haunt and daunt me sometimes, you know? And that's why I'm like, I try and be aware of like my play and everything like that too. So like, um, you know, again, Tack has done phenomenal things to my gun. He's my gun tech and everything like that. So, like, he's, you know, done all the things he's talked about, about volume in the barrel. He's done all his hop-up adjustments and everything like that for me. Um, you know, he's the guy who tunes my stuff. to. Well, we're talking about experience tier. of using it, like, mm -hmm. yeah, so, on the field. How is it? So, for me, I do love how easy it is for me to be able to just kind of point, aim, and shoot. And then I hit the guy. You know, and, like, I range test it. Like, you know, Tack and I, we range test it, so I know that I'm hitting someone. So sometimes it can get a little daunting when, like, I'm shooting someone and I see them, like, shrugging it off or they're all like, oh, no, that didn't hit me. And I'm like, what are you, like, what? Are you serious? Like, but, um, So know. what you're saying is when tuned, you can just pick up and play. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, you're talking about those people that kind of, like, throw money at it and stuff. Like, I'm definitely the person that, like, got the system because it's easy, and I don't get a chance to play often, but when I do, I can just plug and play. So it's literally a point and shoot, and that's it. Yeah, exactly, because tax taking care of all the nitty-gritty details and stuff like that for me, and 
Um, so you're the user that basically threw money at it and be like, I, I don't want to deal with this. Just give me a system that works. Yeah, well, I mean, I basically went and bought like three HPA systems. And then I was all like, hey, Tack, look what I did. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and as the gun tech, how much headaches are you getting there, Tack? When dealing Four with this? HPA systems. I don't know. Have you seen me out there yet? So you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was a cruel joke, man. That ain't my fault. He does, he does it for passion. Yeah, exactly. He loves this stuff, guys. Bring him your broken gun. Look at his face. Look at his face. Say something. No. <laughs> Never again. Uh, so in terms of teching, now let's go back to you, Dotak. Okay. In terms of teching, like, is it a big headache or is it, like, easy or is it, like, a whole different ballgame from AEGs? Because in gas, you get, you get my headaches. Mm. I'm used to it. And I try to educate people as much as I can. Mm. From your end, using HPA, like how is it from a text perspective? It's pretty simple. There's like, it's the most common problems with HPA when they don't perform is usually misalignment, right? Because a lot of the time people are complaining about, oh, it's not shooting well. Usually comes from, you know, their nozzle not being centered and stuff like that, which means that it's not, you know, um, evenly applying the pressure and whatnot. And then it comes down to having the wrong bucking combo and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's sa same problems as you would run into with an AG, right? You got to find the things that work. And once you find the things that work, you stick to it. And so it's, at the end, is it rewarding? Um, yes, at, in my opinion. I enjoy a lot of the HPA guns that I run. Um, one of the things I really like doing is I like setting a gun um, to be able to shoot the same distance on high PSI as well as low PSI. Like I was it, I was able to, I was doing some screwing around or whatever it is. I wish I could try it with an AEG, but um, I'm just not as technically inclined yet to you know try that kind of stuff. But with HPA, I managed to get uh, one of the guns to shoot like just under a jewel or whatever it is. And I was still shooting it just as far as I was. Mind you, it wasn't going as fast, right? But Hey, you get to drop on a guy, uh, you're shooting that. It's super quiet because you're using, like, as little amount of air as possible, stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that, too. You're also doing a more air-efficient build when you're using lower PSI. So you get more shots out of it, you know, all, all kinds of ups and downs and stuff like that. So, like, um, one of the problems usually, though, it's, like, you know, seals, right? So O-rings, you know, so that comes down to people overshooting, not doing their maintenance schedule properly, uh, not doing maintenance at all. I've seen some really gross engines before. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I so just long really story short, flashback. Maintenance still required. Oh, 100%, but not as much. Like, it's, it's easy. And I won't lie, like, if you want to be super lazy, right? Just little secret here for the HBA guys. You don't want to clean your barrel as much? Just get a wide bore. You don't have to clean it as much. But if you're an HPA guy and you have a tight bore, you're going to have to clean that pretty much just like you do your GBB because you're going to run into crap. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm, interesting. Learn something today. Yeah. Still not going to get an HPA system, though. I mean, you should try it. Just it's okay. Like, I got you, one. you have you us, it. so you're more than welcome to try any of mine. I'll just give you a backpack. I see a line. I just, I'm just scared. I don't just want stop. it. It's okay. I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm in your sleeve. <laughs> Don't look at it. <laughs> I, I, when, when I do, um, I will let you try it out. But I'm actually trying to build a no, like not not no tank, but no line. I'm trying to build one that 
in the stock yeah. and stuff like that, so it's not as recognizable. You can still keep the front of the gun. I know you're not going to be able to have all the fancy magpul, you know, furniture. Yeah, but in the who back. cheek welds anyway? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the SSG one stock. Eh? <laughs> You're the one who wants to buy that gun. Yes, I would love to put an SSG one in my hand with a Euro tack grip on it and a 45 cubic inch by, or no, 48 cu- cubic inch by 4,500 tank. And just run it like a paintball gun. So gross. Kill everyone I on the internet. I can't believe you just said that. To me. Oh my god. Um, oh, take that let's, hoodie off. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about just ready to build system at this point for mm. for the people at the end who's been listening and want to get into it. Like, what is like the most easily ready to, like, like ready to pick up? You know, go to a store, pick it up, ready to use. You know, have a tank and everything. Like, where where should they look first? Um, locally, I would definitely recommend. First local. I yeah. would definitely recommend checking out Trigger because they definitely have brought in a lot of stuff over uh, the past few months this last this last year. Here. Yeah, if, you, if you're more than willing to throw money at it, mm. I think Trigger has their techs there and then they could basically get you set up. Mm. And then they have yeah. their tanks there too, right? Well, exactly. So yeah. they, they, they've gone and picked up everything that you need to start and I'm pretty sure that they've got varying systems back in stock. Um, I know Trigger is popular with a lot of people around BC and just like in Canada in general because they have access to a lot of things. So uh, if you guys are on the fence about that stuff, I would either make a call or make a purchase. So. Yeah, that's if you have a lot of money to throw at it, honestly. Like, well, so again though, right? Like it comes down to being, a, it, it is a large scale initial investment. But if you have no HPA system whatsoever, it's going to cost you at least fifteen hundred dollars. There you go. That's what people want to know. Beat around the bush for you guys. There no, you go. That's what I'm saying. It's a big investment in the beginning, but once you get that and stuff like that, like you know, just like the headaches that you avoid and the problems that you would run into if you were running a, G- a GBB or if you were running an AEG. There's, there's its own set of headaches. Yeah. Exactly. It's its own set, but they're just they're different timing yeah don't hate me poi but i got the tap mag for my wee gun just oh. so that i can run it in the winter you said tap mag that's the only winter's coming literally like for me for me to justify why i have that for that gbb is strictly because i got so tired of my mags seizing on yep. me mind you if i was playing in an event cool that adds to my immersion mag malfunction i can play that off or whatever it is right but when it comes to me wanting to actually schwack guys on the weekend Having that drum mag makes things so nice. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to say, it makes things so nice. Understandable. No, I I get it. Like, being a gas user myself, I'm only able to use it in summertime. And having a HPA, you know, tap mag on it is great. Again, if you want to get into that stuff, it's pretty easy. You're still using the same system. You're just tapping your mags. Exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah, as, as someone who works on gas mags, you know, that's an easy thing to do. I don't yeah. suggest it, though, with the Wii stuff. Like, I've seen the guys who do where they actually did, like, a full tap set. So you're literally buying a $10, no, like, you know, adapter to put on all your mags, yeah. which are already, like, $90 a piece. Yep. So, like, if I when, when I see those guys, that really hurts. Oh, when you just tap like a single mag? Yeah, yes. and then they would have yes, to put yes. a line in it every when, time If they, they really reload. just wanted to play, they could just buy like the six millimeter pro shop high cap one with the line coming out of it or whatever it is. Or you could find those. Or an angel high, custom one with the, you, uh, with 
the uh, the line on the back, and then you got the drum mag at the bottom. Well, that yeah. The, well, the Angel Custom one is like uh, is used with the tap mag system. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there like the Firestorm or their um, Thunderstorm or whatever. Is it's one basically thing. a high cap that you just wind up, yeah, and then exactly. they air the comes in. Electric yeah. one, and then they got the flash. I mean, one. to be honest, that looked cool, and I'm like, cool. Like you could put a lot of air into that and not lose consistency, mm -hmm. and that's totally cool with me. Would I rock it? Personally, no. What about your thoughts on the Armor Works one then? Because like I've seen those as well. So like, because um, I like I know we're still talking about HPA and stuff like that, but like you know, just to go off on a little tangent, um, I I remember seeing that M two four nine GBB uh, one where it had the gas reservoir inside the tank inside the 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 box mag and stuff yep. like that. I really wish that came about and stuff like that, but again, never um, did. It never did because of the properties of you know gas yep. and stuff like that. So, but like, if you convert that into an HPA line, mm -hmm. totally cool with it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, cruise serve weapon or anything you know, heavy machine gun or anything like that. Yeah, as long as you could carry a tank and then another person carries you know the gun itself, then I'm Ideally, okay with it'd be that. Cool, like on like a vehicle, like you're saying, like yeah, cruise yeah. serve weapon or a vehicle mounted weapon, because then at least the tank's like inside the system and. You know, you're in like a machine gun turn or whatever. That doesn't it is. break my immersion. I'm okay with it. Exactly. No, <laughs> and, and I agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I, I'm there too, right? Like, the reason why I got the whole Daytona system was because I like the recoil of it and stuff like that. I hate the fact that I have to carry such a big tank for it to function, you know, for what I want it to do at events and stuff like that. But I have to be prepared for, you know, those situations. And that's some of the, you know, cons of it and stuff like that i have to have a bigger tank and whatnot i know some guys that run like the big tank setups and i'm talking like two of the big tanks that i have right so yep. those guys are now in the realm of over three thousand dollars something into their system because yeah those yeah, tanks, tanks aren't, aren't cheap, cheap. Yeah. yeah exactly i mean yeah so like that's what it comes down to especially in like poi you make a good point of saying like you know like if it's for one of those like higher tier weapons you know crew service uh vehicle mounted or something like that something where it's going to be like an actual like you know really useful tool then you know all the power to it mm -hmm. and everything or or I sorry swear, just in my mind those guys who want to do the a10 if you guys actually want to do an a10 because everyone that's why they juice up their hpa guns right you can actually make a mock a10 if you wanted to with a polar star <laughs> just saying if they wanted to they could you mean the gatling gun no, 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 like, like I'm saying, like if you wanted to make a mock one or whatever it yeah. is in that sense, because of the rapid fire it has and stuff like that, if you made like a mock, you know, A10 looking thing or whatever it is, you could have, you know, faux. Uh, I think it's too heavy. They can't fly that. No, I think they could. Yeah. Anyways, that went Sorry. off tangent. <laughs> Go ahead. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Did you really just like suggest us building a... A yes. mock A10? Yes, in my mind. <laughs> Get out of this bar, man. Sorry. Airsoft A10. Sorry that I have dreams. <laughs> Be it extreme. Don't ask me to stop being a man. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I've we like Paul has the minigun and yeah. almost all the miniguns use the same system of using a high pressure air. Yeah. And as well as, like, you know... Um, well, they can run off of um, two systems. You can run that off of green gas. Yeah, I've so seen you, that, so which is unreliable. I can we, tell yeah, you that. Exactly, which is why... Yeah, very unreliable. And you also need to buy a specific bottle to, to rotate that thing in. Um, they're only available in Asia. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. wow. And then well, they're, you they're just they're run it off. Uh, well, I mean, it just makes me like, uh, even those, like, you're talking like the classic army one, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. See, I don't even like that minigun in general because, like, if that were a real weapon, which I'm, I'm sure it is. The M134? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, in a real world variant. And it's like, what, in what sense is that being deployed and used, right? Like, is that a, a like a. Terminator. It's, it's the only time I break my immersion because it's cool and I can shoot Mason with it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I swear, I swear. Okay, this is what I was going to jump to. It's like, I swear there's a team here that made a crew service weapon with an yeah, Ace. Yeah, yes, it was there the is. Aces. aces and eights. Ace and eight. Yeah. They made a 50? Or they, they made a Modus 50. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Awesome. I think it was on a Helix, too, or Hilux, too, right? Yeah, it, it was on a, a Hilux on top of a vehicle mm. mounted. Um, mm. And then as well as uh, they wow. had it on a crew serve with the tripod. Yeah, I swear, because I've yeah. seen a photo of And with the shield on top, yeah. uh, in front of it. So it's pretty cool. I've seen a photo of that, and that... That really and it takes man. three people to, to carry it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's I'm totally cool with them running that like like as an HPA system because like, yeah, you're already carrying away. You might as well carry a big, bigger tank with it too, right? Mm -hmm. So exactly, and you might as well have the fire capability of like that and like being able to control um, HPA on just such a like um, like a small control board. You know, yeah. just having such fine tuned adjustability to it. Like, and being able to put that performance into, like, a crew service weapon or something like that, that could really add to the element of a game and stuff. And especially for the bigger events like a Milsom, like you were talking with Josh Warren about Milsom West. Like, you know, if you have, like, you know, a, a real crew service weapon that's capable of putting effective fire and or creating effective fire support... Like yeah, I mean, then you have like a weapon what's, squad. What's cooler than that? Right? Yeah, and then, exactly. then you have a weapon squad a, that a that, that weapon actually squad, yeah, heavy exactly. weapon squad that goes with you. Mm -hmm. so. so like that that to me right there is cool. And then just for me on again, I'm sorry, I'm the lazy one. This tack describes, but like. I don't get to play often anymore, so it's like when I do, it's like nice to be able to kind of just plug and play and yeah. You know, I'm still a purist, unfortunately. I'm a GBBR purist, and I like my AEGs. You know, that's well. Don't get me it. wrong; I like AEGs too. Yeah. Like you know, like there's things that you can do to an AEG to make it, um, you know, perform. And um, like I, I love gas blowback guns because again, I'm all about uh, the functionality of it and everything like that, and um, you know, the immersion realism factor of that. So, like, I would love to take a you know, uh, gas gun to a Milsom West event and, you know, spit out hope and dreams. So. <laughs> I haven't you, taken one to a Milsom West. That's, I would not. No? I would, I would, I would rely on my AEG more because reliability uh -huh. as well as I don't want to mess around with freaking <laughs> like gas mags and carrying all that, you know, extra gas canisters. I did it for my first Milsom West. My backup gun was my GBB. Um, it was fun. Well, you were carrying two guns, and uh, yeah, I was. I was, yeah, he dropped, oh, no, no, man. He dropped so, so, so I was guns, like, yeah. I was the epitome of your really dumb airsoft drop. My first Milsom gotcha. West, I came way over prepared, like, I, I, I had way too much stuff because I read the rules and I just was like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna burn everything. My god, never again. I was the minimalist. I had everything, plus I was packing for Dayton as well. Oh my so. gosh, man, when you talk to some of the pros and stuff like that, and you're like, wait, I can get away with that. Yeah. Okay, I'll throw away some comfort for that. Yeah. You know, for some mobility. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, I came from a hiking and camping background, so for me, I already had all the gear. Yeah, so. who needs a pillow? <laughs> you don't need a pillow for a Milsim. 16-year-olds need pillows. Yeah. I, need, I, need... <laughs> <laughs> I, just, need my, I just need my ferns. Uh, just, so... give, just give me ground. 
safe I spot. Think, I think we've basically gone through HPA system. Well, we, um, we've brushed through it because, like, it's so easy to get into specifics again. Like I was saying, like, you know, I can, you can get into specifics directly with just Polar Star as a company. You can get into specifics with Wolverine, right? Just because of, like, they have these different platforms they're coming out with. You can get into, you know, specifics about Redline. So... Uh, and then uh, you know, let's let I won't forget too. You know, you got Minecraft systems out there. So like, there is a lot out there. So it's like I just so they gotta pick your brain now. Well, it's just a whole nother level of stuff, right? And um, it, in all honesty, I hate to say it, but it comes down to how much money you're willing to spend, right? Like if you don't have a lot of money to spend, right? They have those budget options, which is like the jack and stuff like that, you know, $300. But it's a DIY. Well, ex exactly. And yeah. $300 might not seem like, you know, uh, like cheap to some people, but it's cheap for what, what it is and stuff like that. You know, it's the same thing, you know, like uh, when people try and talk about cheap night vision. Ha! Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Cheap night vision. Yeah. Man. You want, you want cheap <laughs> HPA? Oh, let me show you a straw and uh, some spitballs. There you go. Wow. That okay. actually holds pressure? That's pretty cheap. That is pretty cheap, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're going to call their hits, and I don't know if you're going to have very many flyers, but... I'm gonna Dude, I want to uh, see that chrono, yeah. man. I'm going to have to chrono you on that, sir. <laughs> I see a straw. Uh, first uh. of all, COVID rules. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for guys who want to get super creative, you could do what, like, Novridge did and make that super ridiculous flamethrower-style blowgun, but I uh, hate to break it to you. Don't think it's going to be a lot of Panther because nope. it breaks Wait, the 20 that RPS. was Silo where he did, like, a Coke bottle? I don't know. I just know no, that. It's it, a Norvich's yeah, channel. It's a, you can do it, but, but he made it out of a Coke bottle. But hate to break right? people's bubble over our PS limit. So, mm -hmm. yeah, don't do that. Please, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys want to add anything else to HPA other than different variations? Because We're watching. You, you, you could keep. You could keep. I can keep going. This. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. But Obviously, I'm not going on a, like a specific. Bottom line stuff, for Panther is what was the rules again? 1.7 joules under and uh, 20 RPS max. Yeah. And you have all eyes on you if you bring in a system and we don't know you. Yeah, and uh, for well, all you, those... Yeah, you're definitely, like, and, and if you're not coming up to me, like, I mean, I, you know, because I, I miss every now and then, but, do you know, people do point things out to me, like, you know, if they don't, like, I mean, everyone here pr knows each other. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a regular here and you bring an HPA line, and again, I ask you a question... Like, what are you shooting? And you give me an answer like, what BB weight or something other than your jewels? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, hey, uh, my chronograph's in my pocket. Like, uh, you, you know, always have a chronograph in your pocket. I appreciate those guys out there who are uh, being responsible and stuff like I swear, that. It's always because, in the Because uh, we're trying to follow through and everything like that. We are having complaints about people. We're dealing with it. And I'm happy to, you know, kind of let people know that uh, I'm checking the guys and they're fine. There's within what I've set them to and what we what, what what they're supposed to be at. It's just that, hey, it's getting colder. Or, hey, you're a little close. Or, hey, you, I guess, just haven't gotten used to being shot like that before. Mm -hmm. So uh, suck it up. Yeah. And that goes for both sides. Exactly, I know. Like I got, I, I got sent on a witch hunt the other uh, couple weeks back, and everything. Yeah, yeah, you were when his pistol. Uh, his, his when I, when I see you walk hot. with determination and with the chrono, I'll be like, oh shoot, here we go. Why just that, man? <laughs> like I got sent on this witch hunt. I go, I find the guy. I do every single gun. Show me guy. the line on your rifle. 
Show me the line. Yeah, this is an AG. Show me the line. This is an AG. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, why am I here? I was like, he's there was got a line AG. on your ear, on your rifle. I was like, why? I was like, he's got an AG, and then he tells me what FPS it was, right? And I was like, okay, and I was all like, why do I have to? Fuck, I'm already on this witch hunt. The pitchforks and torches are out, right? So I'm like, okay, hey man, just just bring all of your guns, like. All of your guns over to the range. We're going to chrono every single one. And I just, you know, I want to see the smile fade from these guys' faces, right? So, yeah, that got resolved. But, uh, God, you know, like, it's, it's, it sucks. And, you know, I mean, I guess that adds to some of, the, some of the questions that we get about Panther and stuff like that, where people are like, oh, you don't mandatory chrono people and stuff like that. You know, I do want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And that does come down to the fact that also, like, some people are dumb, some people are ignorant and everything like that. But, you know, we all want to be able to play safe and play and enjoy the hobby. So, you know, let's all be careful and mindful of each other. And then... Um, well, I never have to look out for the renters. That's that's the bonus, right? I don't have to worry about them other than their damn iPro staying on their... Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I'm concerned about. I was about, about to say. Yeah. Like, other like, than that, right? They're fine. Yo, it's I'm just fogging, bro. It, it's everyone else. It's I'm just fogging, bro. Everyone else. I know, right? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, bad. Oh, God. iPro. <laughs> yep, iPro. Mm. We need What's to do another segment. <laughs> iPro. 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 We need to do another segment Stays on iPro. Stays on your face anytime you are out in the game area. Whoa, that might, Yo, that might bro, be we're him. almost out of the exit. <laughs> God, iPro. And this is where it comes down to as well, because a lot of people like to hang out right by the entrance or exits and then start shooting. So this is why it makes me really question why people think it's an okay idea to take off their eye protection. Yeah. All it takes is one of these idiots to sweep you with their toy I should gun. really just start shooting people before they exit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've uh, thought about it. It's gonna piss people off, but I'm gonna be like, horrible, do I need to do I need to prove horrible. a point to some people? Yeah. Well, okay. So th yeah, and then going to that too is like you know some people really get bent out of shape about um, uh, you know the way things that uh, HPA like you know like I've had some HPA players get mad because they're like picked on and stuff like that. And again, it comes down to the way I phrased it is ease of abuse. Yep. So. That's the reason. Sorry, guys. There's no way around it. You're not going to change my mind. If you have a line, I don't know you, or you give me a bad answer, I'm going to chrono you. Um, with AEGs, you know, um, I will chrono you if I'm getting complaints and stuff like that, or if you've told me you've upgraded it. And or if you, you say something stupid. If you if you say anything stupid, then I then I catch on to that. Dude, then I have to chrono every single one. <laughs> every single person. There's a trust so, that so we I'm have to build here. A lot of them are smart, and they keep their mouth shut. Nah, some of them. Don't well, we'll them, notice right away. Don't give him that much credit. Yeah, we'll notice. Yeah, like, bro, I just changed my spring out this weekend. Yeah, I just put it in. <laughs> yeah, or my, or my other favorite line is, hey, bro, I just cut a couple coils off this spring, man. I just wanted to check to see if it's legal. Not. <laughs> Not. As you can see, we got many eyes that are looking out there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and it comes. that's what it comes down to, right? It's like the, this... You got to make sure you understand that when you play this sport and especially when you come and join the Panther community, like there's, it's a lot more than just you. It's not as, you know, like you're allowed to be selfish. Go ahead. You're a narcissistic airsofter. Like most of you are. Hello. So am I. We're playing dress up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play to the max. Okay. But, um, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you need to make sure that you're mindful of others and everything like Safety that. Safety is number one priority exactly. here. You know, because if uh, people don't come back, then you're playing with yourself and it's like i always say man play tennis in the tennis court everything outside of it ain't tennis you do not say that. yes i do 
We like the worst dad jokes. When do you say that? (laughs) You want to hear a bad dad joke? No. Okay, fine. (laughs) I was going to say... Man, let's start wrapping this up. It's late, guys. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. We need to go. Um, Tonight is an ASG night game. Um, So if you're wanting a night game on Friday... Well, if you Tonight haven't tried it out yet, exactly. You should definitely go it and It is going to be pitch dark at 7 o'clock when you get here, so mm-hmm. please be mindful. <laughs> yeah, so if you think you have an advantage with nods, not. Actually, tomorrow night, uh, sorry, not tomorrow. Tonight is going to be um, the, the like moonrise is at six o'clock. Still though, Panthers yeah. got some great and coverage. it's 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 cloudy, so that that that, that the moonlight smoke. diffuses over the the clouds pretty it, well. It does, but come on, when, when you look yeah. through Panther though, it's still it's still dark. It's still dark, man. Yeah. My favorite thing is to hide in, in in the darkness, even from NVGs, man. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, I highly recommend people yeah. try it out. Uh, ASG, uh, Airsoft Strike Group. Uh, look up their uh, Facebook page if you want more info on it. Um, they're running a night game, and then next week is a Saturday game. And that's where they post a lot of that. A lot of times people uh, miss that and think that they don't get enough notice or anything mm-hmm. like that. Guys, these night games are recurring every two weeks. So if you miss this Friday, that means two weeks from now, there will be another one. Mm-hmm. They, and yeah. they will announce it on their Facebook page. Actually. And, and don't forget, just like we're saying at the beginning of this episode, be prepared. It is getting cold. Yep. No joke. And, and it's October, guys. Yay. Oh, that it's means. October. Yeah. You, did you I, I didn't even realize It's that. October. I know. And well, let's, I guess we know what we're going to be talking about in our next couple episodes. Yep, we still got to deal with Thanksgiving, but hey, it's Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, make sure. I was just going to say, yeah, a lot of uh, some of our listeners down south might just be like, Thanksgiving, what's that right now? <laughs> you know, it's, I want everybody's costume ideas. Let's go. Let's let's I let's get everybody. Some, yeah, yeah exactly. let's let's get everybody's costume ideas. I think this year we should definitely be able to hold a costume contest because. Uh, are, are you sure we're just not going to see like 200 John Wicks? Dude, I'm OK with that. That's OK. Oh, yeah. God. My I'm dog's well protected at that point. If I've got an entire team of Bubba Yegas, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> Yo, if someone can come up with the 9 mil Tanner Tactical, like, you know, there's, um, there's, SMG one, that'll be couple, so a, cool. I think there's one or two guys, actually, that come to our field that have the full t- Tanner Tactical Ooh. setup. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like. Well, you just get, you can buy it off of uh, KY Airsoft if you want. You can oh get the God. you can get the Bubba Yaga pistol. Well, I've seen the I've seen the slide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you can get also the SMG off of that one too, or something like that. I know you can get them off of uh, Evic as well. I've seen yeah. it on there. But it doesn't have to be John Wick, guys. It could be anything else. I'm just calling it out because yeah, no. people are not original. No, nope, no. Nope. I mean, we're all rare and red, so we're already sus. Yeah. um yeah uh 31st is gonna be on a saturday so it's gonna be epic it's gonna be an all-day halloween sort of deal we're gonna think about what we want to do give us ideas for what you want to do because honestly like if we get a lot of people come in that day to do costumes we could do like pumpkin carving what's like we did last time with a game where we had to carve a park a pumpkin in the middle of a game and defend your pumpkin carver that that was an awesome gameplay that was hilarious Uh, dayton has a video on that actually is it where like if they get shot then they're down for like a few seconds kind of thing or is it no 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 they have to find a pumpkin 
And then once they found a company, they have to they have their designated pumpkin carver to pump, you know, to make a pumpkin a like jack-o-lantern. a jack o' lantern. And then from there, they'll come back out of the game once they're done, and then they'll be like, "This is how many pumpkins we have. How many points we collect from from each pumpkin's design is gonna be the points that win the game." Okay, well, fine. I'm excited for the rest of this month. Yeah, that's a lot of pumpkins. No, saying. that's okay. We're <laughs> we're right beside farms. Exactly. <laughs> Pick one on, pick one up on your way to work. Yep, and then afterwards we can shoot the pumpkins. Oh, oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> That's okay. We're out of nature. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the birds will eat it. <sighs> All right. Well, you guys can do the closing statements here. One of you. Pick one. I don't know why you're just staring at me, but okay. Well, hey, guys. Thanks again for joining us for episode 17 of the Panther Airsoft Folding Table Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Mac. Tack's over there giving me a weird look. Don't say anything, Tack. And Poi. Hi, Poi. What's up? And goodbye, Poi. Bye.